welcome to Wildfire Tribe. We are on the banks of the beautiful Clarence River to do our final podcast for 2023. My name is Kylie. And my name is Sean. Yes, we're down by the banks of the river, the Clarence River, like Kylie said, in northern New South Wales, Australia. And it's, I reckon it's probably 35 degrees Celsius and the humidity would have to be close to 100% right where we are. We're underneath the shade of a eucalypt tree or a gum tree. Thankfully it's here and it's by the river and it's shady and it's a bit cooler underneath the tree. But outside of the shade of the tree, it'll sort of burn the hair off your head in a matter of minutes. We are here today to talk about the topic of love. Self-love, self-esteem and the way that we can possibly end and start our year in a new foundation. We can let go of all of the disappointments and all of those hang-ups and all of those things from this year that maybe didn't turn out the way that we like. We can embrace the fullness of gratitude in all of the moments that did happen that were a surprise and we can look forward to the goodness that's going to unfold out before us in this infinite now. If things don't happen for you that you want to have happen and times are difficult when you don't wish them to be, how do you know when times are good if you never experience times that are bad? Mm, That's true. Perhaps those times are just to remind us what it is to have good goodness in our life. Maybe, because if everything was cruisy all the time, how would you know it was cruisy? You might think that it's not cruisy. You might think that having your car and your boat and your motorbike and your guitars and your cameras and your TV and your computer and all of the things that you want to have in your life is just normal and therefore like entry level into excitement, freedom, joy, adventure, when actually having all of those things in place should be a place of excitement and joy and adventure and a spark of life. But you might not know that if you've never had less. Yeah, and I think that's where we come back to that place of finding that true place of happiness in that place of like our self-esteem, the way that we feel about ourselves, whether or not we love ourselves. Because I think there is like an epidemic almost in our society where kids feel insecure. It's like we have these huge amounts of anxiety and even depression amongst children these days. And if we could just focus on building one another up, loving one another, but how do we do that? How do we do that out of a place of feeling insecure in our own selves? How do we do that when we don't even like ourselves? If we don't like our bodies, we don't like what's happening in our life, we don't like our thought processes. And then that starts to bubble up into the world around us where just like you were saying before, it's like we see this new car and we have this sense about ourselves. If I could get that, I would feel so much better. And then we get it and that feeling dissipates almost as you drive it off the lot. It's like, doesn't have that feeling of that sense of fulfillment that we felt like it was going to before it happened for us and and that can happen with so many things because really when wanting to step into this place of our new now of our new year out of a foundation of loving ourselves just right where we are in the midst of even those things that don't feel like they're everything that they could be. So the distance between where we're sitting right now and the place where it is that we see that everything is going to be just exactly as we want, where we have the possessions that we want or the money or the, yeah, I guess it's the things or the happiness or the relationship, whatever it is, you know, the distance between right now and that is this place of angst, is this place of anxiety, is this place of desire, wanting. It's that distance between the two places that causes us to feel like we've fallen short of something. Exactly. It's like the definition of insecurity is uncertainty or anxiety about oneself. It's a lack of confidence. It's this feeling of inadequacy that I'm not being good enough. It's this uncertainty. It it produces 
anxiety about our goals and about our relationships and our ability to handle situations. It's like everybody deals with insecurity at time to time, but it can appear in all areas of our life and for a variety of different causes. But if we really have that foundation of deep insecurity, where we're constantly doubting ourselves all the time at the decisions that we're making, we're saying, we're thinking that we're always wrong, that we're getting it always wrong, that we're overanalyzing and overthinking these things. It's like our head is battling against our heart. It's like we're, we're desiring to come into the fullness of who we've been created to be. We're desiring to see the desires of our heart, be the manifestation of our lives. But, come on, Laura, like if you give me this motorbike that I really want, then I will be sure that you love me. <laughs> and, you know, that's a very real miracle that's happened in your life recently. And on this side of getting that motorbike that you've talked about getting all year, like, does it feel like it, you felt like it was going to feel on the other side? Yeah, it feels amazing to have the bike, to have it tucked away in the shed right now. It's a very hot day or else I'd probably ride it, but we're only going to go a short distance. So it's very difficult to get all suited up in the middle of summer in Australia to be protected and ride it a short distance. So it's safely tucked away and I love having it. It is everything that I desired to have and more. It, I just can't believe that it's in my shed, that it's mine, that I get to ride it whenever I want, that it can take me places in comfort that I never really have had before. So does it feel like it's everything that I thought it would be? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, absolutely it. for me. And I think that leading up to the time where I got the uh, ability to buy that bike, I kind of just got used to not having one. And I was just watching YouTubes a lot and experiencing what it would be like to actually have the bike before I even had it. Uh, so it was pretty amazing too that the story that goes with that bike is that when I received money to be able to uh, and to enable me to be able to purchase the bike, that I really desired to have a particular time type of bike with particular features and also within a certain range of where we lived so that that just makes it easier to get it registered and to go and look at it etc and all of the parameters that I had for my desire for the bike that I wanted were met it was not very far from where we were so therefore it was registered in the same state it's had rego on it I didn't need to do anything to it even though it's almost 20 years old every single thing works on it so all of the things that I wanted you know the fact that it can carry luggage it's got a an adjustable windscreen it's got heated hand grips all of these things some of them even probably more than I even thought were necessary or that I would want it has become the perfect package for me and has ended up in my possession and I'm extremely grateful for it so what brought that about was it um, it could have been a number of things was it just talking about it Kylie was it manifesting it through speech was it you know the goodness of God just dropping it out of the sky there's so many I guess there's so much language you can put around what it was that made it occur yeah it's interesting and I think you know on the other side is that you did I just work really really hard Kylie at <laughs> podcasting well I definitely think that one of the things that we've been walking through in this last 12 months and couple of years has been coming to the end of our ability to work stuff out, to do things in order to receive a reward. You know, that we've been learning to build that foundation on love. And that's what we're talking about today, like that, the currency of love, being able to love ourselves like God loves us and to realize he gives us the love to do that with. And so did the motorbike come about through some form of love? Absolutely. I feel like because we're starting to learn who we are, we're operating out of that place of knowing our identity and our foundation in that place, because then we can be that river of life for people. We can be that river of love when we that love is untapped within ourselves. We're allowing ourselves to be loved by God and we can love ourselves as well. Understanding that we are created to live in this place place of now in this present moment knowing that the fullness of who we are is already in this moment with us within us so why don't we talk about the ability that we got to be able to buy the bike kylie like we actually when we talk about ability 
money. Like we were given money and that enabled us to buy the motorbike. So where did that come from? How did that come about? Did the person who made that happen, like why did they make that happen? Did they do that because they like listen to our podcast? Yeah, I, what I think is that it all comes out of a place of love and journeying with God and knowing, just following those, that pathway that you know you need to do. And it's like, we get to make a decision in every moment. And so many of these decisions that are transformational and life-changing decisions for ourselves are also life-changing decisions for other people as well. And it's just being in the ebb and flow of that. I feel like when that happened for us, we traveled north to a conference that we had been a part of and that we've spoken about over the last couple of weeks and we didn't even have enough funds at that time to register our car which was sitting unregistered in our driveway and so we had to get a lift with a a beautiful friend of ours who picked us up and drove us north who loves us who loves us exactly who just was facilitating our journey north out of love and we literally had money for coffee <laughs> in our pocket and that was it and we were going to be away for a couple of weeks yeah two we weeks. were yeah and, and we were also required to travel to different states of australia that's right we were and we were just believing that everything was taken care of out of that place of love because we had places to be and things to do and and we had a choice in that we could say no because we couldn't see how we could make everything happen or we could say yes and just see what was going to open up because we're sons of God we're walking in this place of love where we're just saying yes because in the depths of our being we know that there are people for us to love and there are and there's also people that want to love on us in all of these scenarios. So we travel north and when we hit north we get to our destination for the first part of the journey. Somebody gives me a a big wad of cash and in that moment God tells me that I have to give it away. And I'm just thinking to myself, like there is so many things that I need to do with this. But I also knew that it wasn't even a drop in the ocean compared to what we needed to take care of things that needed taking care of in our life. So you mean bills, Kylie? Like let's yeah. just not be too fluffy with our language because it's important, I think, to to actually relate to people. You know, like everybody else in the world has bills, and yeah, we have exactly. bills as well. So well, so we live in a house. We've got lots of things that we needed taking care of, and you know, just to even just to do what we do to produce our podcast, to do all the different things that we do. We have internet bills, and we have um, monthly bills for all of the different streaming services that we use and for all of the different podcasting services. We've got a huge electricity bills because we run our office from our home. We've got all the phone stuff and all the normal things. Plus, yep. we also like to enjoy. We don't we don't fast twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. We bought we buy groceries and all those kind of things. And and we were really in a, a pretty dire kind of situation with all of those things coming into the end of this year. Well, yes, we we're actually at a stage, Kylie. Like you know, to actually be real. Where I said to you that if everything doesn't change in this time when we're away, as in financially, if everything doesn't change, if it is not more if it than what I believe it to be that you know, we, we go and we come back and nothing has changed for us financially, then that's it. Like, I'm out. I'm, I'm not doing these podcasts. I'm not doing any of the stuff that we do anymore. I'm going to have to go back to, I don't know, like driving a taxi or something like that, that, you know, that that does produce an income that can be done without too much training that you can just apply for and get and do. It was that, it was right at the end there where that was my reality at least that's words that I spoke uh, before we hopped in the car to travel north was everything has to change or else that's the end so when I got given this this cash gift and I just knew instantly it was one of just those knowing you know I just knew in my heart that I had to give that away and there were a number of people I knew that I had to give that to and there were also a number of people that I didn't know yet but I knew that 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 would be revealed in the moment and over the course of the next 48 hours I gave all of that away and when I gave that last $50 I remember picking up my phone and just turning around and just thinking, God, you need 
to do something in this moment, like because all of these spaces, like we're all operating out of our, our sonship, our daughtership, our space where we know our father is the father of all. He's the father of lights. He is the he is the creator of all things. We're knowing in our maturity that we are his sons and that we are also inheritors of this kingdom. We're understanding that the currency is love. What does that look like? How does it how did how does the physicality of things flow in this space as we're trying to understand moving forward how our normal life functions in a space where we just don't seem to have power yet we have the ultimate power of all so over the course of that 48 hours also we were engaged with some activations at at the conference where we were just looking into each other's eyes and we were going everything is changed like everything has changed. We we walk with favor, who is a being. We walk with abundance, who is a being. We walk with these ones who are enlarging our life and who we are teaching us and helping us to understand who we are and how we are meant to be functioning at this higher frequency, this frequency of love, which is the frequency of abundance and the frequency of life and the frequency of fullness, like all of those things, love is the highest resonator of them all and it is the very nature of our father it feels really raw all the time every time we share on these podcasts and some of the other things that we do because we're sharing our lives as it's happening we're not we're not necessarily two years down the path you know living on easy street looking back talking about how difficult it used to be we're actually sharing things as they as they come and as they go and as we do our lives so it's really interesting for me to be sharing from that place because sometimes I think that you don't necessarily hear stories like this, you know, in church environments that we've been in before, because these stories are normally told way down the track. You know, I remember when 10 years ago, when we went out west and we planted a church and we lived in a caravan and we had nothing and we were you know, taken care of. But we're sharing these things as well as the stories from our past. We're sharing these things as we go. So it's kind of like there's this ongoing uh, conversation in my mind where, you know, you feel like there's some things that you don't want to share because you don't want people to go oh well we can give them a hand right now because it sounds like they're desperate or you know it's really it's a really weird conversation that that happens in my mind I don't know if it happens in yours Kylie but to share things as they're actually happening is kind of like this working out our life working out our salvation working out our walk with our creator in the moment in the right now with people it's uh, it's very real and it's very it feels like it's very transparent and i feel like it's the way that it should be but it doesn't mean that it makes it easy. It would be much easier probably to be sharing on the other side, you know, on the victorious side of everything. When you're living in your house overlooking the harbour in Sydney with a few million dollars in your bank account, talking about how you got to where you are and reminiscing about how difficult it was back then. But we're actually talking about our lives in this very moment. Yeah, absolutely. And it is raw. Sometimes it feels like, like you say, you don't really want to share all of it because you don't necessarily necessarily want people to feel like they have to help you or anything like that because you know we're all making our way everybody has got their difficulties everybody has got their challenges and everybody has got their different versions of what it is to be okay you know some people are feeling stressed because they they've got three hundred thousand dollars in superannuation and they're afraid if the market crashes they'll lose it all and they'll you know and they don't they're overwhelmed with the fact that they've got too many investment properties and and their people aren't paying rent or whatever it happens to be you know like there's so many different versions of worry it's and anxiety the distance between that right have. now and whatever this ideal picture is in the future isn't it? it's what we exactly. spoke about before yeah you know it doesn't matter whether you've got either you own the house that you're in and you have two investment properties like you spoke of where we know of people that have those conversations with us you know we've got this third investment property and the people are really being annoying with paying rent and we're getting involved in their lives to try and get rent money out of them but they're talking about having the ability to 
own multiple houses when there's people living down by the river right where we are right now there's people actually living alongside the river because they can't afford to get into their own first house or rent a house to save the money for a bond or you know there's circumstances in life that have come along in their vicinity whether it's through bad relationship or bad decision has put them in a place of not being able to even have a home yet there's people stressed out a lot over their third home. Yeah and I think that you know it really does come out of that foundation that we're talking about today that foundation of love of loving ourselves, of finding ourselves in that place where we are not anxious for anything like that we're not in that place of feeling like we're not good enough feeling like we're overwhelmed with our circumstances feeling like what the heck is going on because we just have that knowing because we're seated in rest in our father and that we just know that everything is going to be okay well everything is okay isn't it like it's not going to be okay because if you say that everything is going to be okay that's that distance thing again it's like you're saying that between right where you are and wherever it is that it's going to be okay that there's distance it's so true the distance has to cease to exist and it has to cease to exist out of love out of believing that God who created us loves us so much that everything is okay and that in five minutes time when we're in that five minutes later that everything is okay Exactly. There were so many layers to that last breakthrough that we had, you know, like just that we we decided we would just go anyway, that we accepted the love of others that facilitated our journey so that we were able to give the love that we have within us because we accepted the love that others bestowed upon us. And if we were like, no, 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 um, you know, we can't do this in our own strength, so we're not going to do it at all, then we would have removed that very beautiful place of being able to love others in those moments. And that was such a beautiful part of us being away, was just to be able to be in people's lives, to meet so many beautiful hearts that we'd only ever seen on screen, to be able to be in the lives of some of these beautiful people that listen to the podcast so you, some of you guys that have believed in us some of you guys that have that are our patrons that support us in this space where we have actually got to meet you guys and to be able to spend time talking and loving in that space and and it was so so powerful and I feel like such a beautiful confirmation that we're st- continuing to step into those places those walk on those paths the unknown pathways the places where we don't have the answers was confirmed in this love rush that moment when I when I picked up my phone after I'd given that last $50 away and I'd and I looked at my phone and I said you need to do something God in this moment like and doing something is like often or more often than not, it is that stirring that we have to facilitate something in somebody else's life. And we've lived it for 20, 30 years of those stirrings, like send this person this gift, send this person this book, write this person a letter. And as as we've got more into those places of technology, it's been like buy that person's groceries. It's been... Send them a text, send, send them, them a, a text. Facebook exactly. message. Send, send a Facebook message, give that person a call pay for that person's conference tickets like buy that person's holiday like there's been so many spaces throughout the 30 years where where you just get stirred with a heart of love towards somebody and you just know give that that person a thousand dollars who you know something bad happened within their family not that long ago just stop and give them a thousand dollars cash and leave Exactly. Yeah. And and that can be a person that you've known forever. That can be a person that you've never even met. I remember when our, our son first started doing missions overseas, you know, and we, we really started to see, wow, my goodness, like these, these kids, these young people out there are putting their lives out on this great adventure, trusting God in these places where they, they don't know where they're going. They don't know what's going to happen. And they're, it's like building this faith within them that he's showing up for them and I 
realized in that moment that we partnered for that time, not only in his journey, but in the journey of complete strangers that we didn't know that we would just say, wow, look, this person is going on a mission trip. We don't know who they are. We're just going to give an anonymous donation into whatever it is that he's doing in their lives and just believing in people, being that river of love into people's lives. Please, 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 people, like keep your ears open, like keep your heart open to the God of love who dwells inside of you and listen for opportunities to give to other people. And when we talk about giving to people uh, who are traveling around the world, ministering to others, helping other people, they can only do that when there's people involved on the other side of the equation who make that a reality for them. Exactly. It is necessary for people to give so that people can receive as well. So please, please just listen. Listen to those voices. Listen to his voice in those places when he's when you're sensing that he's asking you to give something, even if it's unrealistic in your thinking, just ask him again. Ask him, is this what you really want? Because we know that there's people all around the world right now who are in those places of, God, I need you to come through with this or this amount or this thing, or I want this so I can do this. And they're they're requiring somebody to partner with them in that place. So if that sounds like that could be you, Just sit with him and listen because Mm -hmm. that's been our existence on both sides this whole time that we've been walking this out. There's been many times where he's been asking us to give where we need him to tell us again because we can't believe that he wants us to give so much. (laughs) There's also been many, many times where we've been sitting waiting for something to happen for us for months and months and months and it doesn't seem like there's a person on the other side of the equation but then they come along, then everything changes in a moment. So if you feel like that could be you, for someone, just sit aside and listen with him. You know, allow yourself to be expanded in that place of giving where it's like, but God, that doesn't make sense to me. Like I've saved so hard for that so that I can go on a cruise next year and you want me to give that to someone I don't even know. I don't even know what they're going to do with it. Sit with him and talk with him about it because the God that I know asks you to do He asks you to do really radical things sometimes and they're only radical because they don't necessarily fit within the systems of the world that we've grown up in. They don't necessarily make sense, but there's some kind of receiving when you give as well that happens in another space that's almost impossible to describe. It's like a supernatural occurrence happens in your life when you know that you have given that piece of the puzzle that somebody's been waiting for. Yeah, absolutely. And I just feel like too, you know, like that listening for what that is, like I just feel like it flows out of the very nature of who we are the very nature of who our father is and it's that the nature of love it's like moving into that place of mature sons and as we are maturing in that place it's like we're no longer sitting around waiting to hear the voice of our father who says this is what I need you to do this is what I need you to do but it's that we have come up into maturity and we operate out of that place of knowing who we are that this is how we function because we are are his sons who have now come into that place where we make these decisions out of walking with him and knowing that this is who we are. This is how we function. This is what we do. We don't need to wait for 10 angel appearances and we don't need to dive deep into the theological boundaries of this organization that this person is a part of because we want to first make sure that our money is going to be a part of something good. But come on, guys, like, let's just throw all that stuff out the window. Who was it that was sharing that testimony the other day about God stirring him? I think it might have even been Chris Black. Stirring him to give money to buy new mattresses for an AIDS clinic that was 
facilitating the dying days of uh, people in that were homosexuals. And, and it's like, you know, you could go, oh, no, no, God would never want to do that. But yeah, he does because he loves these guys just as much as he loves any of us. There is no them and us. There is only humanity who God deeply loves every single one of us. And that if he would ask you to do anything and then we move beyond that into maturity, that we just know that we are rivers of love and we need to stop analyzing every single situation and putting it through our like, oh, well, you know, I don't know if these people are living godly lives. (laughs) And the distance between now where you are and what it is that you're desiring for yourself, you know, if there is a distance, if we can just live in that place of love, you know, seated in love all the time, then there's no distance between this and that. And there's no distance between us and them. There's no distance between, oh, but God, why would you ask me to do that for those people? There's no rationalizing necessary because we've moved into a place of maturity, of living in union with God, where we don't actually have to sit aside with him for days and days and question him again like Kylie was talking and like I was suggesting before that is for that is for people who are early on in their walk so early on in your existence with God as he's asking you to do these things that don't seem to make much sense sit with him but as time goes by and you learn to hear his voice you learn to act upon his voice quicker and quicker because there is no separation between him and you either exactly and those decisions come out of the very nature of who we are it's like in that moment it wasn't like I heard this audible voice from God saying, give that money away. I just knew within me that as it came into my possession, that it was to flow straight back out again. And that I wasn't to pay the the bills with it, or I wasn't to like buy food or anything like that, that I was actually a river for it landing in other people's lives. And every single one of those people that was a part of that river, I saw something ignite within them their eyes lit up in that moment of receiving as they were like wow wow really people will go really are you sure it's so special to be in that flow and then as I picked up my phone that that next day as I had given that last $50 away and I picked up my phone and I opened up my bank account just thinking I've got so many things I need to pay I need to pay so many different things even in this period of time whilst we're away and in our bank account had been deposited an amount of money that took care of all of the bills that we had that enabled us to invest some money into some different things that we needed to grow Wildfire Tribe in the next space to buy some more data to pay some of our different things with our podcasting and everything and to buy some new equipment and also facilitated the purchase of Sean's adventure bike his dream his big love from God like his big hug from God, his, his just that place of what he'd been framing up all year also facilitated that and his ability then to be able to travel and to be able to spend time um, loving people where they're at and just uh, being a voice of encouragement into people's lives. And, and that was facilitated from one person in one, one person, And uh, we, we don't, we choose just not to name people Uh, for various reasons but obviously that person knows who they are and that person also listens to our podcast and we're forever grateful where you you've altered the course of our life you know as I was talking before about if things didn't change for us I was coming home to a, a life of going back in many ways to things that we've done in the past to make our life work because there just doesn't seem to be any other way to move forward so you've made it possible for us to keep going you've made it possible for my dream motorbike to now be in my studio you've made it possible for me to have gone and visited people that I haven't seen for a long time you know people that I've not had the ability that I've not had the the money to be able to do it I've not had the ability to be able to travel and visit uh, people that I was able to visit as soon as I bought that motorbike so thank you thank you for your support thank you for your love thank you for loving what it is that we do thank you for just loving us it's uh it's transformational it's it's it it's amazing how much difference one person can make to the life of somebody else who then can 
make a, a difference in the lives of many other people as well. It's yeah. like this ongoing transaction that occurs from somebody saying yes. And I think in that place too, you know, I, I feel like that moment of that giving, that last $50 of that gift that had been given to us and then instantly in that moment, that being the time when I checked my bank account and saw it being filled was this moment of also realizing that we are in this circular stream of his love. It goes around and around and around and you can't outgive God. Like we can't outgive one another in that way that we, you know, sometimes we feel afraid that we don't know where the next piece is coming from. And this keeps on happening to us. What do you mean sometimes you feel afraid? What do you mean sometimes? Well, sometimes we feel afraid that we don't know where everything is going to keep coming from, you know. When <laughs> yeah, we're... but what I mean by sometimes is uh, it's been a story of ours for a very long time. It doesn't feel like it's sometimes. Or is it not a part of your story? I would imagine that it is part of people's stories. No, your story. Oh, my story. Yeah, well, of course. You have those times where you just feel a concern rising because you know you've got things coming up and they need taking care of. And I feel like that's where that insecurity comes in, you know, that uncertainty, that anxiety. You, You start to go into that place where you lack confidence in yourself. Who am I? It is that place where we're doubting ourselves again. And, and I feel like it comes back to that place of self-acceptance, that place of self-love that's so powerful because in knowing who we are, then we don't ever go into that place of anxiety because we know that everything's already taken care of. We know that we have enough in every given moment for our now. And that is so, so difficult when there's always things pressing. We know we've got these things coming up that need taken care of. And then time passes and you're on the phone and you're making agreements with the phone company and we need to just push this out a little bit here and push this out a little bit there, creating space and room for everything to And those doubts and creep flowing. in too. Those doubts creep in where you where you run through your mind, people in other countries, people in dire circumstances in other parts of the world, they're at war right now. You, you start to think about things like that and you think, but hang on a second, like the God that loves us completely created everything and there's people suffering all over the world. So why would I expect that I wouldn't have to walk through some stuff? You know, but I guess what we're talking about today is the topic that we're talking about today is what? Self-love, that place of this foundation of how do we start next year so that we're empowered in that firm foundation of who we are for everything else to flow out of that. So what what does self-esteem mean? Well, self-esteem or self-love, just this place of overall health and well-being. It's this foundation of truly loving the fullness of who we are. It's having self-compassion and self-awareness. It's this place that it actually requires intentional time and energy and this desire to cultivate this place within us where... Often I see it as that that garden within our heart. It's that gateway into the fullness of who we already are in him. It's that place of allowing ourselves to love and be loved. And it's it's just such a difficult place when we come out of this place of a works mentality, a goal setting mentality, a hustling space where we're always trying to achieve things. We're feeling like if we can tick this and tick that and tick that, then maybe we'll be accepted, maybe we'll be loved. Yeah, but and, and also growing up in Australia where we grew up, it's very much the case that if you were to be seen to love yourself, that there's something wrong with you. Oh, definitely. Exactly. You're on yourself, mate. What you know, you're up yourself. Yeah. Uh, look at the way that you look at yourself in the mirror. Oh, you love yourself. It's like it's it's been in our time growing up. It's been like an insult that you would throw at somebody. Yeah. It, well, it's so true. But now we now we have learnt that the God that created us out of love, created us for love, to exchange love with and through, is actually telling us that the first thing that He needs us to do is love Him and love our neighbour as ourself. Exactly. And if we don't love ourselves, then we're probably not going to be very loving toward anyone else. <laughs> I don't even feel like I've laughed on the podcast today. No, I don't think that we necessarily come prepared to do a 
comedy podcast every single time that we do it. So once again, like I was saying before, I feel like it's just a very raw walking out our life in front of people. And it's not always a comedy festival. Yeah, exactly. Like if it is, if that's what people are listening to this podcast for, because for entertainment, they want to have a laugh, then I actually don't think that's why people are tuning in to us, why people do listen to what we say. I think that people need us to be us. Sometimes we'll be funny. Sometimes we'll be laughing. Sometimes we'll be sad. Sometimes we will even be crying, maybe, or you will, because I'm going to make you cry. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes we'll be mad, sometimes we'll be confused, sometimes we'll have wisdom, but it's just walking out who we are. And that has to be enough because that comes out of that place of loving who you are. Because if you're presenting something on a podcast or on a Zoom or on a Facebook Live or on Twitch or any of those things that we operate on, and you're actually functioning as a representation of what you think it is that people want to see or hear, you're not being yourself. So you're not in a place of, I love who I am enough that I believe that I am enough and I am just going to share what I want to share today and that has to be enough because he made me and he made me out of love to love myself and this is who I am. Exactly. And I feel like that's the power of self-love is understanding ourselves. And it's so, so difficult because we feel like there's all these expectations on us that we can't live up to. You know, I feel like we're wired so differently and often it's easy to understand and love people that we understand. But sometimes we get frustrated with somebody's behavior, perhaps because it's different to what we can tolerate or or that we like to be around, or that it's different to ourselves. So we find it difficult to love and accept that. And then we put that love and acceptance on other people. And it's actually our inability to accept those things about ourselves often that is causing us to constantly see and criticize the behavior of other people. Even simple things like Sean often will work really well with music or with noise like he'll listen to the TV while he's doing something or he'll listen to a podcast or something like that. Whether I'm much more likely to work better in silence so I won't have anything on while I'm doing projects. I'll be just in that place within my own mind and unpacking different things as I'm working through whatever it is, whatever project I've got going on. And it doesn't make one of them better. It's just understanding how we work as individuals and being able to accept those those characteristics about ourselves. Loving the other person enough to just allow it to be. Exactly. We're accepting ourselves for who we are and recognizing our worth. And this is actually has a healthy impact on our self-esteem. It has a healthy impact on our whole body. Like that self-love encourages us to take care of ourselves physically and emotionally. It helps us protect ourselves from outside influences that might actually diminish our self-worth. And It does take a lot to stay resilient in that place of self-love, to continue to allow the love of God to be the overwhelming frequency that is flowing from within us and over us because there are so many things that seek to bring us down in the world around us that we can, you know, and our path is a a path less trodden. Like there are a lot of people that don't understand the ways that we function and do things, the way that we choose to do things. Like you showed me that clip from Mr. Beast yesterday, babe. And I thought that was really, really cool. Like Mr. Beast. And for anyone that doesn't know who Mr. Beast is, Mr. Beast is probably the most followed, one of the most influential voices in the world of YouTube. He has like How many millions of followers? No, I have no idea. I didn't know you were going to spring it on me that I needed to know that. But it's pretty easy. Just search Mr. Beast and be expanded in your thinking of what a young person can do on their own when they just keep on believing that the vision they have is going to come true. This young fella has, I don't know how many followers But he has given millions and millions and millions of dollars away at the same time as he's been growing his follower base at the same time that he has pursued the visions that he has had since he's been a young fellow. He started in his room 
Exactly. And, you know, when he started, he was misunderstood. People were like, they didn't get what he was trying to do. They even dissed it or said, you know, you know, like you're living in this space of your dreams, like this is never going to become anything. Just because you don't understand what somebody is doing with their time doesn't mean that what they are doing is not right. And you almost have to have this weird sense of self-love, this self-esteem that just continues to believe in what is possible when you're pressing out of those normal spaces. And like he now has 92 million followers on TikTok. He's got 47 million followers on Instagram. Like he's highly influential in that space. He has a lot of power to work with different companies and everything like that now. And that has only come from that place of continuing to believe in his dreams, continuing to believe that something could happen on the other side of normal. It's interesting and it's an interesting tangent that we've ended up on. I didn't know where this conversation was going to go to today and I was feeling like, you know, that place of self-love comes back to that place of loving our bodies as well, which was this very other powerful part because I think just in our journey of uh, this year, uh, so much of what we've spoken about and talked about has been this place of no separation, of stopping putting everything in compartments and boxes and coming into this place of realising that for us to understand our oneness in Christ, our oneness in the divine, our oneness within our creator, our oneness within nature and our oneness with all of creation and with one another is realising that there's no separation in that. It's, it's realizing that it starts in the very simplicity of who we are within ourself, loving ourself, loving our whole self, understanding ourself, the way that our soul works, the way that our mind works, the way that our body works, and that loving our body and loving the journey that we're on with God is actually releasing to ourselves a sense of ease, a sense of rest, which is counteractive toward any disease in our bodies that is bringing us into the fullness of life and immortality. And that is that place of realizing that if we're embarking on this journey of longevity, where we're pressing into and defying the natural boundaries, it is all coming out of a foundation of love, loving ourselves, loving God, allowing him to love us so that that love can flow through onto people all around us. Do you love you? Do you love who God has made you to be? Do you love him so much that you would believe that the dreams that he has given you are going to come true? Do you love him so much that when you're in the midst of those dreams, when you're in the midst of walking out the distance between right now and what you see the future being that he has offered as your dream in the future, do you love him enough to just keep on pursuing that, believing that it is true? Or do you have doubts about whether or not you're hearing from him properly? Do you have doubts as to whether or not it is that he would love you so much that those dreams are for you or that they're just for other people? Do you love yourself enough out of a place of knowing that he loves you that you can just continue to keep on taking a half a step forward day by day in the right direction that he has laid out for you, believing that all things are possible with him? Yeah, I love this. I'll read a couple of inspirations self-love quotes. Self-care is never a selfish act. It is simply good stewardship of the only gift that I have, the gift that I was put on earth to offer to others. And that's from Parker Palmer. This is a quote by Jennifer Elizabeth. Don't worry if people think you're crazy. You are crazy. You have that kind of intoxicating insanity that lets other people dream outside of the lines and become who they were destined to be. <laughs> I love that. This one from Bo Taplin is, self-love is an ocean and your heart is a vessel. Make it full and any excess will spill over into the lives of the people that you hold dear. But you must come first. <laughs> it's like that that verse the greatest of these is love 
I'll just read from Ephesians chapter 5, the Mirror Bible, chapter 5, 29 and 30. Consider how abnormal it would be for a man to abhor and detest his own body. The opposite is true. He would much rather pamper it and fuss over it with tender care. It's all you've got. You can't trade it in for a new one. So take good care of it. Watch what you feed it and how you exercise it and gently nurse it when it is in pain. Now get the message. You are the body of Christ. He does not merely tolerate you politely. You are his joy and delight. He wants to spoil you and take good care of you, to cherish with tender love and warm affection, for we are his flesh and bone body, bearing his image and likeness, and we give tangible expression of him. It's beautiful that we embody our creator. We are the tangible vision of who he is and that we would be doing anything other than loving ourselves is it's an interesting thought. It's such a difficult place to get to. I just wanted to read, um, it's a very short chapter in, in my book, The New Now, chapter 11, the beginning or the end. It was four days ago that we received a call A friend of ours had been admitted to palliative care and given only a few weeks to live. We'd planned to visit later in the week and even with all the restrictions, they were allowing four people in to see him at a time. What would we say? How do we navigate conversations about such a final moment in someone's life? The end, it was weighing heavily on our hearts. We had such wonderful hopes to see people healed and whole and set free, yet so many continue to die all around us. We had been to so many funerals over the past few years and mortality had just become an ever-present reality once again. Now we sit here just four days later in disbelief as a message comes through. At just 46, he had passed away from kidney failure and with so much life to live, he was gone forever. And we, with our busy lives, were too late. We never made it to the hospital that week. A sadness that quickly grew into an anger at our hesitation to visit arose within our bodies. A strange and isolating feeling of no going back, no more chances, no more that we could do about it. That feeling can be so overwhelming that it renders one grief-stricken, sitting in that muddy pit of if only. It's that wanting for closure that you can no longer have. And it feels like an empty hole with a constant dialogue from your mind filling the void with thoughts and conversations that can only transpire within the realms of eternity. What am I to take from this place? This piece of time forever lost in the abyss of unanswered questions and the mystery of the end. Every moment has within it feelings that nudge us here and push us there. The wind of his breath that carries within it the way. So many triggers and signs, the doorways. Yet we still must choose and act and we must mobilize our destinies and step intentionally into them every day. But must we be so stoic or do we simply become the very change that we want to see in our life and in the lives of the others in our world? Right now, I feel like doing nothing and everything all at the same time. I have had... The honour and the privilege of speaking at many funerals over the years, but for all the eulogies that I've given, the ones that I did not give spoke the loudest to me. It's those that I said no to that gave a platform for others to speak, and it's those that I said no to that empowered the loved ones left behind with their memories full of hard times and brokenness that are also legitimate too. So we are giving permission amongst the grief that it's okay to have sadness and anger and confusion and to feel a sense of relief when your loved one or your not so loved one passes away. To not see them suffering in sickness or to not suffer beside them as they waste away. To not have to bear the brunt of their frustration in losing mobility or in the clash of personality that was once easy to avoid but now is blatantly rubbed in your face as you visit and revisit that pain over and over again. This beautiful vine-filled winding pathway making its way from the beginning to the end and back to the beginning again. It's a day-by-day journey of taking hold of love, joy and freedom. It's letting go of comparison and letting go of doing things the way that we think everyone thinks that they should be done. It's understanding that we are God's plan for change. In becoming a lover of ourselves, we become empowered to love others. It's letting go of shame, that toxic substance that just cannot survive whilst in the presence of the beauty of who we really are. Who are we? We are the sons and daughters of the creator of the universe, a universe that is cosmically inclusive. 
one that trades shame for bliss, one that says I am fearfully and wonderfully made. It's a universe that says I am not a mistake. My life experiences do not define me, one that gives us the oil of joy instead of mourning. So step into this forever. Step into the authentic you. Step into the bliss. It's that place of revelation that people come in and out of our thoughts And now is that wonderful time to reach out. You've been meaning to contact someone, an old school friend, a brother, the old lady across the street. Well, now is our moment. Now is always our moment. Now is that place where our heart comes alive and we think, oh, I really should do that. I should give that busker 50 bucks. (laughs) I should buy that person's groceries in the line in front of me. I should just say hi to that person on the street. I should take time to sit in the morning and allow that bubbling up of God to like love me from within, to just float in his river of love in a place of meditation that I don't let myself sit in because there's too much to do. Everything can be wildly different as we're moving into this space, this year of more 2024. But only if we allow ourselves to be in that place of love, only if we allow ourselves to be expanded and just to be ever flowing in that place of gratitude and goodness and generosity and overflow. It's that place of not sitting and wishing we had have done something, of knowing after the fact that that person was in some kind of dire situation of knowing after the fact that oh my goodness like they've died that opportunity is gone and we don't want to sit in those lost opportunities we just want to seize our moment every day we want to be the change that we so long for in the world and that change comes about from those everyday moments that we just jump into those everyday moments of love when we untap that love gate within us and allow ourselves to love ourselves infinitely like he loves us and then everything else just flows we become the very river of life that we long to see we become that we become that bliss we become that those people that can see goodness in everything It's very, very exciting what's transpiring around us, what's happening within us. If you've got this far in the podcast, then you are one of these people. You're a change agent. You're like a person who believes that there can be so much more. We're so grateful that you've chosen to walk with us this year. Wildfire Tribe is this space of diving into the depths of intimacy and creativity. We want to see restoration. We want to be this river of love. We want to encourage you in knowing who you are, igniting that fire within, that place of freedom and adventure, that place of creativity. And this is just the beginning. We're so grateful for Every single one of you who's partnered with us on Patreon. Some people have come on for a month and some people have been with us all year. And we're grateful for every single one of those because every single one of those has been so incredibly important and so incredibly loved. We've held you all within our hearts, each one of you as listeners, each one of you as contributors, each one of you as partners. And we're so grateful for every single one of you. Yes, we are. Thank you for those people that have given those one-off amounts just here and there. There has been times where we have had nothing, where we have had no ability to buy bread, where we've had no ability to buy things for our children for Christmas Day. And somebody who is listening now has come through and sent $50 or $100. It's just been phenomenal and always is and always has been for us to be seen for people to actually act upon those little hints that they're getting from our creator give Sean and Kylie that $50 or that amount those amounts have always come at times when we've needed them (laughs) always always so thank you for your love of giving thank you for your love of us that you would consider being a part of our ongoing life as well this is not going to be our story forever where we're people that are requiring $50 to buy 
buy the next grocery item. It is not going to be our story forever, but it has been our story for a long time and we thank you to those people that have listened and acted upon that voice that you've heard. You're the reason why you're able to hear us today. Yeah, absolutely. As we're just ending, I just want to share just a quote from Mike Parsons and he's talking about a circle of conversation and he says, but if we are living loved, then we can be fully secure in our identity within the relationship that we have within the perichoresis, the circle of conversation with Father, Son and Spirit who are family and they're having about us all the time. They're having a conversation about you right now. That conversation is good. They're smiling and they're enjoying talking about you because they are talking about who they know you to be rather than who you think you are. We tend to think that God may think something about us or know something about us that we would not want anyone else to know. Well, he does. He knows everything about us and he loves us unconditionally. And we love those of you that have listened and have never contributed financially at all as well because it cannot be about that. That is a part of our maturing as well is to at times when we feel like we've deserved something or that somebody should help us out in some way where that hasn't happened. It's also a challenge for us to love everybody exactly where they're at and that's a part of our journey with God as well, our existence with him. So we just thank you and love every single person no matter where you're at, no matter where you're at when you're listening to this, whether you've given, whether you've not, it doesn't change the way that we feel about you nor should it and we do we deeply love you guys we're just so grateful for every heart that spends time with us on the podcast every week and we just want to cheer you on in whatever it is that you're dreaming for your 2024 and whatever you're dreaming for your place of more because we're not just in another year or in another day or in another moment because we are living in the eternal now in this space where the past and the present merge and where we will always be because we will never be in tomorrow we'll always be in now and your new now is this place of understanding the fullness of who you already are and in that place you are deeply loved you are the perfect version of you right now and we're just speaking wonder abundance flow goodness love joy bliss into your forever now that you would have an awakening of the fullness of your potential in this moment and that you would be able to step into who you already are to be able to be in that place of your dreams being ignited and seeing infinite possibilities become your reality as we move forward into everything that's opening up. Thank you for listening. We love you and I dare you to take a risk on yourself and try loving yourself as well. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. If you want some more info, just go to wildfiretribe.life. Have a beautiful week and happy new year. Oh,